Welcome to RC Talk, the voice of Ratio Christie at Marshall University. My name is John Mays. I'm your host. I'm also the regional director for the states of West Virginia and Pennsylvania, along with being the chapter director at Marshall University. You know, I spend a lot of time sharing with you um, how to witness or how we are afraid to witness or how we should go out and share the gospel and stop inviting people to church and all kinds of different things, Uh, things that I feel like the church could be doing better, or I'm not saying the church is doing anything wrong, and I don't have any new revelations or anything. I'm saying that we're not doing enough, uh, because I don't feel that we have a lot of relevance to the outside world. I mean, the secular world doesn't believe our book. Uh, They don't find that God or Christianity is important in today's society. I think that's extremely sad, Um, but today I'm going to not only give you a way to share the gospel, I'm going to tell you how easy it is, along with giving you some pointers on how to do it. Gee, what a concept, huh? But seriously, this is the easiest way you'll ever be able to share the gospel with someone, we're not going out trying to reach the lost. You don't have to leave your home. I mean, how much easier could it possibly be? I mean, in fact, these people actually will come to you. They will come to your door. And all you have to do is answer the door and share. So, how are we going to do that? Well, the Mormons. The Mormons will come to your door and we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about what they believe. We're going to give you, or I'm going to give you, some pointers on how to share with them. Um, I mean, what more could you ask for if you're going to share the gospel and we're all about reaching the lost? I mean, this is a cult. We need to reach them. I know that you may think that's harsh by saying that Mormons are a cult, but they claim to be Christian and they are not, and you're going to see why um, in the next few minutes. So, anyway, on with the show. (laughs) I'll tell you, uh, let me give you a couple of quotes, I guess. Uh, One can trace the history of Mormonism to its founder, Joseph Smith. Joseph Smith, Jr. stated that he was disturbed by all the different denominations of Christianity. So are a lot of people. It wasn't just him. In fact, that's an objection we hear from atheists or those who don't believe in Christianity. And he wondered which was true. That, again, is an objection. How can we proclaim that Christianity is the one true religion? We've talked about that. Anyway. I'm going off 
track here. In 1820, when Joseph was a mere pup at 14 years old, he went into the woods to pray concerning this, and allegedly God the Father and Jesus appeared to him and told him not to join any denominational churches. Oh my goodness. Three years later, now he was 14, but so he's now 17, uh, an angel called Moroni was supposed to be the son of, the, of Mormon, the leader of the people called the Neophytes, who had lived in the Americas, appeared to him and told him that he had been chosen to translate the Book of Mormon, which was compiled by Moroni's father around the 4th century. The book was written on golden plates near where Joseph was then living in Palmyra, New York. Joseph Smith said that on September 22, 1827, he received the plates and that the angel Moroni instructed him to begin the translation process. The translation was finally published in 1830 as the Book of Mormon. Joseph also claimed that during the translation, pro translation process, that John the Baptist himself appeared and ordained him to accomplish the divine work of restoring the true church by preaching the true gospel, which allegedly had been lost from the earth. Oh my goodness, does that not sound exciting? And they're going to come to your door and tell you this. What do you do then? Well, <laughs> I'm glad you asked. <clears throat> Let me give you some background on this wonderful story. Uh, and I'm not making fun, I promise. I, I think it's, uh, I don't know what I really think. I mean, people followed Jim Jones into the jungle. Uh, David Koresh, I mean, was in a building, uh, claimed to be Jesus. There's so many things out there. And we sit around and we talk about reaching the lost. And I hear, I'm giving you, they're going to come to you. So be prepared. Know that Mormonism was founded by a 14-year-old, Joseph Smith. Their central belief concerning God is that God the Father was once a man who progressed to Godhood. They believe God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are three separate gods. That's called polytheism, folks. That is not Christianity. We believe that the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are three in one essence, co-equal, co-existent. They also believe, they being the Mormons, that God the Father has an actual physical body, that his wife, called the Heavenly Mother, faithful Mormons can become gods themselves. That's not unlike some other uh, false religions out there. God the Father is named Elohim. Their central belief concerning Jesus Christ is that he was created as a spirit child by the Father and Mother in Heaven. So has that at least gotten your attention? Uh, here's, a, uh, again, the most direct way that we talk about sharing the gospel, and they're going to come in. You don't have to do anything. Once again, just sit around long enough. They're going to come to your door. Or if you happen to be out, you'll see them typically either walking or on bicycles. Uh, it's part of their discipleship. 
which that's one thing I think they do have right. They go from door to door and share the gospel. It's not true, but they go around sharing it. Anyway, as a child, as the first child from the father and mother, Jesus is the elder brother of all men and spirit beings. Jesus' body was created by a sexual union between the father, Elohim, and Mary. Jesus was married and died to provide our resurrection, not our atonement for our sins. Jesus is the half-brother of Lucifer, who was also fathered by Elohim. Lucifer is now, as we know him, called Satan. Mormon central belief concerning the Holy Spirit is the Holy Ghost is different than the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the energy from God or the light of Christ. <laughs> I mean, this reads almost like a fiction story, but then a lot of people say that our book reads like a fiction story. So I'm going to give you a, some pointers here or just some basic bullet statements. Uh, I feel like that's a basic foundation of, between Joseph Smith's <laughs> quotes and Father God and Mother God or whatever and Jesus, uh, the elder brother, and uh, I don't know. Anyway, here are some bullet points for you uh, when they do come to the door, and this will help you. This is how you can share the gospel. I mean, you have to lead them to that point because they use a King James Bible. Uh, I'll get to a little bit more of that as well. They believe salvation the purpose of a human life is to progress to full salvation. It's not just one of those things as far as we go that, you know, salvation is a free gift given to us by God. Uh, After death, everyone goes to one of two places. They either go to paradise or spirit prison. Missionaries... Mormon missionaries can come down to spirit prison and make converts. You must be baptized for the dead. Yes, and they take that out of 1 Corinthians. Living saints take on dead's names and are baptized for and on behalf of the dead. And they do the same thing for marriages. Eventually, everyone will be released from paradise and spirit prison and progress to one of the three heavens. I know some uh, false <laughs> preachers that claim to have been to the third heaven, but that's not the point. Good only becomes heavenly fathers and mothers. I'm not even sure what that means or what they're basing good on, but know these things going in or when they come to your door know what they're talking about. Um, Scripture for Mormons is called the Standard Works and includes, like I said, the King James Bible, the King James Version, the Book of Mormon, the Doctrine and Covenants, and Peril of Great Price. Right there. Eliminates them from Christianity, and even though they claim Christianity... We we go by the Bible. 
claims to have succession to of true and living prophets, and they also receive new revelation from God. This one's kind of scary. Uh, one of the fastest growing religions. They have over 53,000 missionaries, over 13 million members, in over 170 countries. Now, how can I sit here and say that they're wrong with that many people behind them? Well, because we've talked about logical fallacies in the past, the majority, and they're not a majority, but using large numbers like that does not make it true. Just because a lot of people follow it does not make it true. We actually have uh, an ex-presidential candidate, I think he's a senator now, that is a Mormon. And this is an intelligent man, or so we give him credit for being intelligent, and he professes Mormonism. So are they just misled? Do they not understand? Why do they believe what they believe? It goes back to the same thing I preach every week on this podcast and write every week in the blog that it is so vital for us as Christians to know not only what we believe, but why. Why do Mormons believe such stuff as a 14-year-old boy had a revelation in the woods? <clears throat> said earlier that uh, there were those that appeared to Joseph Smith, their founders, and in this particular note it talks about that he was 14, that God and Jesus both appeared prior to the church beginning. Uh, Mormons claim that there was no true Christianity on earth for 1,700 years. The Book of Mormon came from the golden plates from Angel Moroni. However, we've never found the golden plates, and we never will. <laughs> I'm pretty confident of that. Uh, prior to the Angel Moroni, had, he had been a prophet of God. Now listen, he, he, the angel that revealed this stuff to Joseph Smith was a prophet of God living in North America. Seriously, Joseph learned that a Jewish man, Lehi, had extended family, had fled Jerusalem in a ship about 600 B.C., landing in Central America. They multiplied and became two nations, Neophytes and Lamanites. Lamanites became Native American Indians after defeating the Neophytes. And guess who was an Ephite? That's right. Moroni, the angel, who was killed about 325 A.D. You can't make this stuff up, boys and girls. <laughs> Although it sounds as though it's been made up, I'm, I'm just telling you the facts. Um, the critics of the Book of Mormon, uh, it, the Book of Mormon itself talks about horses in North America prior to 400 A.D., that's not a true. <laughs> There's no evidence for that anyway. We've never found, oh, whatever. The Book of Mormon altered over 4,000 places, and it continues to be altered. Uh, 
Native Americans are of Northeast Asia descent, not Jewish. Joe and his brother, Joseph Smith and his brother were killed uh, in jail in 1844. Um, a lot of Mo- Mormons or maybe even most Mormons during that time period or after that time period followed Brigham Young. I had a conversation the other night uh, with a group of people about Brigham Young and how, you know, it's it's just not true. It's a false, it's not Christianity anyway. Uh, the Book of Mormon denies biblical doctrine. Uh, we're saved by grace through faith. And they say that we're saved by grace through faith after all we do. So that's a big one. But I guess the whole point is as much as uh, maybe I sound, I feel like I sound a little bit excited and I feel like maybe I'm being a little sarcastic and I'm truly not. It's just if you would read what people believe, what we believe as Christians, um, it's amazing. I mean, some of the objections that come against Christianity, now, now you think about this, if we believe the Bible, it talks about a snake that talks, a donkey that talks, a man that rose from the grave, uh, Moses parting the Red Sea. I mean, there's all these things, a virgin birth. Um, there's all these things that <laughs> sound extreme i mean to the other people doesn't sound any more extreme than the mormon story and i feel like mormonism is truly just a story but i feel like you need to understand uh it's not something that we need to preach every sunday over and over and over but christians need to understand what christianity is and to be able to identify false teachings and cults and mormonism falls under both and you know i don't want to hurt anybody's feelings if they're a mormon i know some mormons that live in my hometown as a matter of fact and i hate it for them but they're hard to reach because they know they know what they believe and why they believe it and I promise you, if you answer the door, you're not going to be able to sit there and say, well, let me tell you about my personal testimony. You're going to have to know what you're talking about. And they'll come back. They'll give you books, and they'll come back as many times as you want them to come back. Uh, My boss, actually the CEO of Russia Christie, was a Mormon, and he converted. And there's a book that he contributed to... uh, four views of Mormonism or I don't know something about leaving Mormonism I should probably know if he's listening (laughs) I have a copy of it if you'd like to borrow it I'd be more than happy to loan it to you or if you'd like to know more you can contact me at John Mays at ratiochristi.org or if you'd like to be a part of our financial support team we're teaching every Sunday evening um, prayerfully in God's will that we'll plant a church that we're going to teach things like this that other churches aren't doing 
We're not going to change the gospel message by any stretch of the imagination. Everything we teach is going to be uh, based on the Bible, but there's things that you need to know that aren't in the Bible. I mean, it talks about false teachers, but it doesn't identify Mormonism by any stretch of the imagination. That's why it's so important to have that biblical foundation. Anyway, uh, we would love to have you as part of our financial support team as well as joining us on Sunday evenings at 6. We're not only going to teach you, but just like this, I give you a way or some bullet points anyway that you can use to know what the Mormons are coming at you with. But I guess that's totally up to you. Uh, We pray about it. We, We want the church to be relevant. And we want to strengthen the follower. Uh, I think that's God's will for us. That's biblical to make disciples. We have to strengthen the followers. We're going to reach the lost and have an impact on culture. I mean, Jesus obviously made a major impact in the apostles. So I guess maybe that was a little rant off subject there, but I went through the Mormon thing pretty quick. If you want to read it, it will be published Thursday on the blog, as I mentioned a couple of times. Until next time, and back to the support team, Thunderstruck. I need your support. I I can't say it any plainer than that. Uh, Prayer financially, uh, you know. And if you want to talk about that being biblical, we can do that as well. But if you feel led to uh, financially support us, go to www. Go to John May. Go to John May. Go to John May. Go to John May.